Hello and welcome back to the Sitting on My Bed podcast. My name is Simply Klein, and I'm officially done with the fall semester. Woohoo! Yay! Um, not so much of a reprieve because um the winter semester is coming up, and I am doing that. You're only able to do one class during the winter semester because you're only allowed to take a certain amount of credits, um, for the winter semester. Um, also there's no financial aid, so that's coming out of pocket. Um, but you know it's just nice to be one step close to graduation. Um. As of now, not including the winter semester, I think I would have three more semesters I graduate, spring 2022, fall 2022, and spring 2023. Um, so yeah, that's something to look forward to. Like, I'm officially a junior. Like, technically I'm in my third year of college, but I only just finished my fourth semester. So credit-wise, I'm only really spending, spending one semester as a junior, um, which will be spring semester of 2022. Um, that begins in the last week of January. Um, that being said, um, this past week was a little bit busy. Um, I had a wedding on Sunday, um, and, you know, I went to the movies with my friends on Tuesday. We saw the new Spider-Man movie, which was amazing. Um, obviously I'm not going to spoil it for anyone listening who, um, just planning on seeing it or, um, someone who, you know, might just not be into, um, Marvel movies, but it was very, Tom Holland is an amazing actor, and he wears his emotions on his sleeve, or rather, on his face. Um, one thing I can say is that I'm convinced that Marvel is um, determined to get Tom Holland as naked as possible as they can in their movies without getting rid of the PG-13 rating, and I'm not necessarily complaining, um, but no, it was just a very, very good movie. Like, yeah, some things were, you know, not so surprising, and I was in a theater with people who were being very loud. Like, they were clapping like it was Endgame or something. Like, when we were watching Endgame, and it was the culmination of 11 years of interwoven movies, and there were a lot of fan service moments, that was great. Marvel is in, like, a weird transitional phase now. And while, yeah, there were a lot of fan service moments and, and callbacks to movies, like, 20 years prior, and they were very transcendental, like... It was, you know, these crazy cross-generational moments. I don't know if I felt the same, like, uproar was appropriate. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Um, You know, seeing, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, seeing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in the movie with Tom Holland was great. And the introduction was great. And seeing all the actors play those villains, um, Alfred Molina as... Dr. Octopus, uh, Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin, um, uh, Jamie Foxx as Electro, it was great, but, like, I don't know, it was different than, you know, everyone coming back through the portal, or, you know, the On Your Left, or Cap wielding Thor's hammer, you know, I don't know, it was, it was a great movie, don't get me wrong, I think it's my, I, personally, I think I liked it more than Infinity War or Endgame, and I actually love, um, ensemble pieces, um, you know, very big fan of the X-Men, very, um, you know, I should have liked Eternals, although I didn't, um, but, I don't know, it just felt, it was a very good movie, but the moment didn't feel as monumental to me, um, also, they were just being annoying, like, a lot of them were high, which, like, could be high all you want, like, I don't care, do drugs, have fun, but, like, it was just annoying, like, A, the smell, B, they were just being loud, like, there were some people standing up, and or, like, playing videos with audio, like, in the theater, and I was like, dude, like, not cool, um, anyway, 
no, but it was a very, very good movie, and I'm pretty sure my favorite Marvel movie, um, which is saying a lot. Like, obviously, there's a little bit of bias because you know it's new and it just came out, and I love Tom Holland, but I think like story-wise, I liked it better than Endgame. I liked it better than Infinity War. Like Infinity War, Infinity War and Endgame had the same problems the final two Harry Potter movies had, where Infinity War was all set up, and Endgame was all frosting, like. It didn't have a beginning, middle, and end because it was meant to be two pieces of a whole. The same with Deathly Hallows Part 1 and Part 2. Part 1 was all set up and Part 2 was all payoff. You didn't have one or the other. You didn't have them both at the same time. You only had one or the other. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. It's not to diminish the work that um, Marvel's done with those franchises that Kevin Feige and Joss Whedon and DeRusso brothers you know, and everyone else who's involved, um, I think the Wachowskis were involved at one point, but I could be making that up, um, you know, there's a lot of time, effort, and dedication that has gone into these movies and this franchise, and granted, like, now, it's such a basic thing to be, like, a fan of, but as someone who, not that I'm gatekeeping, but as someone who has, like, a personal tie to it, that, you know, being a fan of these things since I was a kid, and not just since, you know, the MCU has taken off, it really... But I can appreciate it, you know, I appreciate that, that there's been a lot of work that's gone into these, and it's taken a lot of time and patience and effort, I mean, Iron Man was a C-tier hero, like, he wasn't even popular to be sold when, when Marvel was going bankrupt, like, the reason the Avengers and Ant-Man and whoever, like, the reason Marvel started off with the heroes they did is because that's all they had left. Like, there's a reason Sony and Fox had X-Men and Spider-Man and uh, Deadpool, because they were worth selling. The Hulk and Iron Man and Thor and Captain America weren't, you know, like, I don't know, it was, there's different generational um, spikes in popularity for different heroes, obviously. Um, but, you know, I'm not a comic historian. Um like that, but, I don't know, it's just, I feel like we're in very tepid waters, where, like, nothing's amazingly insane news-wise, generally, in regards to comic book movies, and nothing's terribly drastic, like, I don't know, they seem to have found their stride, and know what works, and know what they're gonna do, and, like, I don't know, it feels like we're just kind of, like, treading water, in terms of fans, like, yeah, there aren't necessarily bad movies, there are some boring ones, and some exciting ones, but none of them are bad, per se, like, none of them are gonna get a 2 out of 10, and, like, yeah, we're gonna have some 10 out of 10, some 8 out of 10, some 6 out of 10s, but I don't think any of them are gonna fail from now on, like, it's very, like, okay, it is what it is, woohoo, um, yeah, so that was Tuesday, and then, Thursday? For Friday morning, Friday morning, I went to return um, the car I'd been renting all week, and I called the mechanic, and they're like, oh yeah, it should be ready Sunday. I was like, okay, like, some means I don't have a car Saturday night, but whatever, not necessarily planning on going anywhere. And then they called me back later, and they're like, it's not going to be ready until Tuesday. And I'm like, crap, because I have two tutoring jobs on Sunday, I work on Monday, like, I need to have a car. So, I'm renting another car, which is the third rental in two weeks. 
Um, it was supposed to be for Sunday and Monday, but I did it under my mother's name because she's over 25, obviously, and therefore she doesn't have to pay the younger age fee. But she went away for the weekend and is not planning on being back early Sunday morning. And the rental was for 10 a.m. So it's just a little bit of like a crap, what do we do? Like, you know, what do we do about the rental? I can't cancel it. It's non-refundable, whatever. And then, you know, what do I do with a car? Blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's just troubling. I think that it, like this is all my fault. Like, I have no one to play by myself because of that turn I took and the FedEx truck and my lack of patience and my lack of wherewithal. Like, yeah, granted, I was operating on a grief mindset, but it was still just like very, just, you know, beating myself up about it. Um, I'm going to take a break. I gave my students a quiz on Thursday, and, um, you know, most of them did solidly. You know, three of them didn't take it that day, because they had been absent all week, or then two of them were still absent. Um, one of them, I told him he could have till Monday. Um, he could take half of it today and take the other half on Monday. And the other one, I'm going to let him take the other half on Monday, because he left the entire second half blank. And I'm just like, where are you guys? Like, we're in class, we're going over, I give you most of the answers. What's going on? Like, are you not studying? And half the time, the answer is no. And it's because, you know, these kids have um, late, um, like, after-school periods on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, which is why I give the test on Thursday, so that way they get studying on Wednesday. But I also tell them about it, like, two weeks in advance, which means that they have two Wednesday nights and a, usually a Sunday or two and a Saturday night or two to study. And then they turn around and like, I don't know it. Yeah, of course you don't know it because you're hardly paying attention in class. You're not taking notes and you're not studying. What do you think is going to happen? And it's just like, what do you want? How can I help you? You know, obviously you performing poorly reflects poorly on me. But what am I supposed to do if I'm giving you all these resources and you're just not utilizing them? You're not taking advantage of them. Um... I just don't, I feel like I'm just, like, walking into a wall day after day, you know? Like, you know, it's frustrating, and it's demoralizing as a, you know, younger teacher. Um, like, I feel like I'm failing as a teacher. Like, you know, some people just aren't meant to be doctors. Some people just aren't meant to be, you know, like, firefighters or something. What if I'm just, like, not meant to be a teacher? Like, how terrible would that be? I don't know, I just, <sighs> questioning my life choices, very fun, very fun, um, I don't know, like, this always made sense to me, like, I don't know, am I too close to see it, like, am I just biased, am I just an idiot, I don't know, if any of my students are listening right now, first off, you should not be listening right now, secondly, um, how about you try, you know, put in an actual effort. If you are not, if you are unhappy with your grade, maybe put an actual effort. How about that? Um, one of my students at the end of his quiz, he wrote, honestly, damn. Misspelled honestly. He forgot the H. Um, but, you know, at the same time, like, this is a kid who I can't, I don't know what to do with him. Like, he's always singing, like, um, explicit songs, or even 
any non-Jewish song is a little controversial in the Jewish world. Um, but at the same time, like, either he'll hum them or full-on sing them. And then, like, ask me if I know them. Like, dude, I'm not going to admit to knowing and or singing an explicit song, for starters. And even the non-Jewish songs, like, I'm careful with what I admit to. Like, I'm not here to relate to you. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to be your teacher, and you are being incredibly annoying. If you're a listener right now, Mr. Student, just know that you are, what you're doing is incredibly inappropriate and annoying. Um, you know, it's like, he'll talk about, like, a, a Black Bear song, which is incredibly explicit. And, like, oh, that should be, you know, the, the song you walk out to by your wedding. I'm just like, no. Like, for so many reasons, no. No. A, because the suggestion came from you, and I cannot take that suggestion seriously because it came from you. B, because it's not a wedding song. C, because it's not a Jewish wedding song. D, because I cannot uh, talk about that song with you. Like, do you not understand the situation you're putting me in? Or do you understand and just don't care? Which, I think, might be more towards the latter. And it's like, this kid comes from an even more, uh, I don't want to say religious, but right-leaning, religious right-leaning background than I do. And it's just like, what, what, what are you doing? Like, first off, why you know those songs? Like, I know what school you went to for elementary school. Why do you know those songs? And, again, it's just like, like, I get it. You're 14. You want to rebel out. You know, go for it. But, like, don't drag me into it. What, because I'm the younger teacher? Like, I don't know. It's just very toxic and problematic. Not the school itself, which I still can't get a hold on. It's it's just, I don't know. Like, is it me? Am I the problem? Like, what do I do? If anyone out there listening has a, has a concrete answer, a good concrete answer, Feel free, like, maybe I'm on Twitter or on Instagram. What do I do? What do I do? My, one of my classes, like, I we had WhatsApp chats for all of my classes this semester. Um, and, you know, most of them I left after the class was over. And one of them, someone's like, oh, you know, we should all, we should keep this chat going. So that way when we get back to campus, we can all hang out. I'm just like, honey, that's never going to happen. Like, maybe one person's going to talk on this once. And then, you know, none of us are ever going to touch again because we have nothing in common except for that class. And then maybe once classes start up again, someone's going to say something and, like, half of them are going to show up. Like, this isn't a community. We just happen to be in the same class for a couple months. Like, don't get me wrong. I have nothing against them. But it's just so naive and, like, childish. I think, like, oh, we could be friends and I'll hang out. And when we're 40, our, our drama a 100 classmates can be there for us like it's never gonna happen like would I like for it to happen I don't know maybe but do I want it to happen not necessarily but like I don't want to be the jackass and be the one who leaves like I don't know there's nothing wrong with me staying so I just haven't left at the same time I'm like I don't know I feel like me staying is me accepting responsibility to, you know, be active. 
Like, I don't know, do I want to leave? Or is that just, like, a blatant dick move? I don't know, we, we all, like, enjoyed, I enjoyed their company. Like, I wouldn't be against hanging out with most of them. Most of them, being the operative word. Or part of the sentence, rather. But, like, it's just not gonna happen. Like, I'm not being negative or being pessimistic, I'm just being realistic, which I fully understand is something that, you know, pessimists say, I'm not pessimistic, I'm just realistic, but, like, at the same time, this is just realistic, like, we're not friends, we're not gonna be friends, and that's okay, you know, like, you go your way, I'm gonna go mine, have a nice life, like, no ill will, it's just no will, period. (laughs) I don't know. I think I'm going to stay for now, but, like, then, like, once people start leaving, then maybe I'll leave, you know? Like, I'm, no, I don't want to be the first one to leave. Because then I'm the douchebag, you know? Um, at the same time, it's like, okay, like, what are we doing here? Like, it's like, I don't know. <sighs> I hate ending these early because I feel like I'm not giving the audience what it wants. You know, the show must go on. But at the same time, it's like, A, my audience isn't very big, and B, you know, this is not a professional production. It's more so a thought experiment or a journal or just, I don't know, a stream of consciousness. Um, so is it a problem if I only do 15 minutes to 20? But then am I cheating out? Whoever, like, there could be like 20-ish minute videos. Or, or episodes, but, like, I don't know, I just don't have anything to talk about, and I feel like forcing a thought, like, a train of thought is not going to be good, I mean, it's not going to be good to listen to, it's also not going to be good for my mental psyche, which is fragile, um, so yeah, I'm just going to call it here, follow me on Instagram at simcha underscore client, S-A-M-C-H-A underscore K-L-E-I-N, on Twitter at Samander underscore K S A M M A N D E R underscore K and Merry Christmas to those celebrating and happy winter holidays to um everyone else. Um, you know, whether you celebrate Kwanzaa, whether you already celebrated uh Hanukkah, whether you're celebrating a Boxing Day, um, or any other winter <laughs> winter holidays that I'm missing, you know, Festivus or the Solstice or whatever else have you, you know, enjoy. And, you know, and if you're not celebrating anything, enjoy anyway. Um, but yeah, that'll be it for me this week. Um, you'll hear from me next week.